What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Connor, and welcome back to another episode of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. <sighs> and uh, in today's episode, we are talking, we are going to talk about the current state of WWE. Let's get into it. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys. This is uh, something that uh, I was bound to talk about. And uh, as you probably heard in the intro, or you could tell by the title of this episode, we are talking about the current state of WWE. Now, uh, let me let me let me clear some things up for you. Last Sunday, WWE ruined a great Money in the Bank pay per view and a great Money in the Bank men's ladder match by towards the end having Brock freaking Lesnar come out. Climb the ladder and win the money in the bank. Oh, oh, that's not all. The next night on Raw, they unveiled a 24-7 championship. Which is, you know, like the old hardcore title. Everybody's mad that that it's not the old hardcore title. But um, this is that's not really what I wanted to talk about. It's the it's the fact that WWE keeps bringing back old guys, legends. No doubt that Goldberg and The Undertaker are legends, but nobody wants to see them in a match in 2019. I know I'm like going to be going off, excuse me. I know I'm going off on different topics, but nobody wants to see them. I know this is a dream match. But nobody wants to see them in 2019. Let them retire. And the other thing is, this whole, like, Saudi Arabia super showdown, oh my god, just don't even get me started with the whole Saudi Arabia show. Now, I don't understand why WWE consistently hates on us. They said, I believe it was back in February, that we are the authority now. No, Vince McMahon in the WWE could give two, couldn't give two Fs about us. Excuse me. They couldn't give two about us fans. Yes, I censored that word out because here's the point that I'm trying to make. Is that Vince McMahon wonders why the ratings are dropping continuously every single week. It's just the fact that WWE wants wants to push legends. They want to push guys like Goldberg. They want to push guys like The Undertaker. And having Brock Lesnar winning money in the bank... When there was guys in that match that deserved it, like, I don't know, Andre, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, 
What the heck, WWE? It's just that the consistent stupidity and the consistent... Uh, I don't know if this is isn't even a word, but I'm going to say it. The consistent retardism that is Vince McMahon saying he, what he knows best for the fans. We have had three 24-7 champions within the first day of it being announced. Three. Three. At least there was some legitimacy. So, excuse me. At least the hardcore title had a legitimate aspect to it. This new 24-7 title, yes, I know what you smarks out there are, are going to say. Give it time. Give it time. Yes, I think they, they can improve it over time, but it's a comedy title. Nobody cares about a comedy title. Okay? It, it's the fact that I heard rumors that WWE is planning more comedy skits with the 24-7 title. Our freaking truth thinks she's the 24-7 European champion. What is this booking crap that WWE feeds to us and they expect us to shove it down our throats like we're a bunch of five-year-olds? What is this crap? Is that the fact that WWE wants wants to grab us by the backside and stick their writing straight up our backsides and say, take it. Wins and losses don't matter in WWE. Never have. And don't even get me started a couple weeks ago when the Usos were embarrassing the Revival. It's just this constant horse crap that we are getting from the WWE and their writing staff. Vince McMahon has lost connection with the fans. Guys, it's plain and simple. Vince McMahon has lost connection with the fans. He doesn't know what the fans want. He says he's listening to the fans, but he's not. It's just that this consistent, consistent, consistent crap that we get week in and week out. It's WCW in the late 2000s, in the early 2000, all over again. And you know what happened to WCW? WWF bought them out. Because of Vince Russo's crap booking. And... WCW from 97 to 99 was beating WWF. And then WWF said, okay, you're beating us. We're going to give you guys like The Rock and Stone Cold and the D-Generation X. What? It's just consistent, guys. Consistent crap that we always get. With the WWE. Raw and SmackDown. Have been crap. Raw especially. Dolph Ziggler came back. On this week's episode. Of SmackDown Live. After being absent for what? Four or five months? What is this? Oh and by the way. I forgot. 
that Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are the current Raw Tag Team Champions. The Tag Team Division on Raw, in fact, the whole Tag Team Division and all of WWE, gets no attention. It blows my mind. WWE has a roster of talent that they can push. They have a roster of guys and of men and women in the back that they could be pushing right now. But no. They want to shove guys like Goldberg, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar down our throats. And that AEW that starts up Saturday, May 25th. Stephanie McMahon had a talent meeting with all the wrestlers in WWE and said, Hey, AEW's a real competition. You know what I'm saying? AEW's going to be a real alternative for us. AEW's going to give us this alternative where if we want to watch one product, we can. And these WWE loyalists all I said, AEW doesn't exist. The double or nothing's not happening May 25th. Yes, it is. And I bought that show. I will be watching AEW double or nothing. Now, that trans that transitions, transitions me into my next segment. AEW and WWE. All right, we're in my next segment here. AEW and WWE. With Double or Nothing this Saturday, May 25th, we have the chance to see the real WWE competition. A couple weeks ago, AEW announced that they got a primetime TV deal with TNT. The last wrestling company that was on TNT was WCW Monday Nitro. And that's huge news because TNT is a channel that almost everybody gets. I get it. And probably millions of other Americans get it. And the thing with the AEW, what they will be offering Saturday... And what they will be offering in the fall, October 1st, when their uh, primetime TV uh, starts with TNT. Now, what they will be offering is a so-called WWE alternative. Which means if you don't like the WWE product, like the current state of the WWE product on how it's not good and it sucks and all that. Uh, yeah. I like this whole WWE alternative here in AEW. Because AEW is poised to be sports-centric. Wins and losses matter. Not too many titles because they want to hold the prestige of the titles. And I like that. I like that with AEW because right now in WWE, prestige of titles don't matter. A guy can, like, take Kurt Hawkins, for example. 
I believe he was like on a 600 match losing streak. And then all of a sudden, at WrestleMania 35, on the kickoff show of WrestleMania, of WrestleMania, uh, they, they beat the Revival. They haven't been on TV since. Ryder Hawkins hasn't. And before AEW came about, we did not really have a WWE alternatives. You know, WWE was the cream of the crop. I'm sure, we had like New Japan, but not very many people watched New Japan because of the language barrier and the fact that, you know, you had to translate New Japan World and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Fact that you have to get up real early here on the in the uh, Eastern Time Zone to watch New Japan. Um, I really see that AEW could become the number one alternative for WWE. Because WWE, they are losing viewers. And what AEW is doing is they're saying, okay, you don't like the current product that WWE is putting out? Come watch our product. Come buy our pay-per-view May 25th. And they haven't had any, a single show. The, the way that AEW promoted Double or Nothing and get all oh, this built around it is social media. YouTube. Being the elite, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. They have used social media to their advantage. And when you, and this May 25th is the first time that we will see a wrestling company built from scratch. Because when you look at WCW, WCW was built off the NWA. When we look at WWE, WWE was built off the WWF. And the WWF was built off the WWF. Excuse me, the WWWF. That I believe Vince McMahon's grandfather ran. Or father, grandfather, whoever. And this is really the the first time in wrestling history that we have seen a professional wrestling company built from scratch. Because WWE, WCW were built off of each other. Like I just said. WCW was the NWA. WWE uh, built off WWF. And WWF built off of... WWWFF. So, and and in re- uh, wrestling history, we have seen two of the major companies ever in wrestling to build off another company. WCW eventually went under, 
and WWF bought it. So there goes where WCW went under and WWF brought it, bought it. Vince McMahon bought it. Same thing with ECW. When ECW went under, Vince McMahon bought it. We, we tend to see this repetitiveness in, WW, in wrestling history. If one company starts doing really bad creatively, they start doing, like, making crazy booking decisions, uh, their world title change hand, changes hands, like, almost every week, uh, I, I don't know, crazy storylines, storylines that don't make sense, they're not connecting with the fans, and a lot of what I just said was from WCW and 2000. There was so many world title vacancies in WCW in the year 2000 that when I, when I tried to count how many title vacancies there were, I lost count. That just goes to show how how booking how booking and not knowing what to do with talent can do for your company. And that's where WWE is right now. They do not know what to do with the men and women in the back. No wonder why the the Revival asked for their release a couple months ago. I believe Sasha Banks asked for her release a couple months ago. She's still sitting out, by the way. And Dolph Ziggler reportedly asked for his release before he came back to SmackDown Live. I I look for AEW to kind of wake up Vince McMahon. Wake up WWE. And, and hopefully that WWE's uh, creative direction gets better. Because right now, Vince McMahon has lost touch with the fans. And Vince McMahon doesn't know who he wants to push. He wants to push Brock Lesnar. And nobody wants to see Brock Lesnar on his third Universal title reign. Because the guy barely showed up. He didn't show up to Raw. He didn't show up to pay-per-views. He just sat at home collecting paychecks. And that's what I look forward to happen, continue to happen, I should say, if WWE doesn't change their ways. And I think the fans of WWE, some of these diehard, loyal fans of WWE, will turn off the product. Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a, as big as a of a WWE fan as anybody you'll ever meet. I'm a huge WWE fan. But as a WWE fan, the product is just not good. It sucks. And it's to the point where I don't want to watch Raw and SmackDown anymore. Now, SmackDown this week, granted... Was, was good, okay? It, it was decent. wasn't the best. But it's getting to the point where I just want to turn off Raw completely. And, you know, NXT is doing really good right now. They have really good storylines going for them. NXT TakeOver 25 
is going to be an amazing show, but I'm getting off topic. And it's it's just crazy to me that Vince McMahon thinks these decisions are the best when they're really not. Like the wild card rule, where anybody on any brand can go to Raw or SmackDown. It, it's just it's just bananas to me. Like Conrad Cushman says, what brand split? You know, it, it it's crazy to me that Vince. You know, with the whole wild card rule, why didn't you just? Why didn't Vince McMahon just come out and say, you know what? We are not going to have the brand split anymore. Sorry about my bad Vince McMahon impression, but you get the point. Why even have a brand split if you are going to do this wild card rule? It blows my mind, and it probably blows. Every other fan's mind that is watching this. And this is why AEW is going to be a fantastic alternative for us. AEW, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Saturday's show. Saturday's going to be an amazing show. But what I thought... What I find interesting is how will WWE respond Monday and Tuesday night to AEW's Double or Nothing? Because we're in the point where it's all about Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. And that's bananas. And you guys probably heard the news about... A bunch of wrestlers, I believe, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Sami Zayn, not going to the show in Saudi Arabia. It's just crazy. Saudi blood money, that's all it is, guys. And I just want to end today's episode on more of a positive note saying that AEW is something that I will be looking forward to Saturday. You bet your bottom dollar I'm going to sit there and watch three hours of wrestling Saturday night. Three hours of just pure wrestling. Because this is AEW's debut show. They need to make an impact. They built the hype around Double or Nothing. And... All of the wrestling fans' eyes, the wrestling world's eyes, will be on this show. And it's going to be one heck of a show Saturday.